Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Shelter in Peace. We are here from your studios of AM 1160, The Quest, Atlanta Catholic Radio, your Catholic radio station here, and we are broadcasting from our studios in in Roswell, Georgia. I'm Mari Cleveland, and I am so thankful that you are all joining us today. Um, and we've got some special guests in the studio today with us. So in addition to my production manager, Rachel Miller. Good morning, Rachel. Good morning, everyone. Um, I have, instead of Anne, my normal co-host, um, I have three people in here with me today. I've got one of our wonderful volunteers, Linda Scharnhorst. Hey, how good. are everybody? Good morning. Good morning, Linda. We've got Bob. I've just blanked on And Carrie, Bob and Carrie Allen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to all of you. So we are so thankful you are here. And we, um, as we typically do, we talk about what's going on in the church. And we're going to do that very briefly this morning. But then we've got a special gift for you. Because, you know, it is the season of Epiphany. We just celebrated the Feast of the Epiphany. And Jesus got all those gifts. And so we're going to make sure that you get a special gift to our listeners here. So... um, well, as we start, um, I wanted to mention, um, Just uh, we're going to start with prayer as we usually do, but I wanted to mention this prayer is actually an Epiphany prayer since we celebrated the Feast of the Epiphany this weekend, and it was the celebration where we celebrate around, the whole Catholic Church around the world celebrates that, that age-old um, uh, tradition that the three kings came at this time to bring gifts to Jesus, and it's really also a symbol of all the nations coming together to pay homage to Jesus Christ, and that is our our prayer for all of us, that we are um, honoring Jesus with our lives and all that we do, and so we're praying that we might do the same. So I'm going to pray a a brief epiphany prayer, and then just a prayer for our time together this morning as we get started. So in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. 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 God of light shining in darkness through a little child born in Bethlehem. You open to us the treasure of your grace. Help us to search diligently for him so that we may offer our lives to you with thanksgiving, joy, and praise through Jesus Christ, the rising star. And Lord, we thank you. We thank you that you are the light. We thank you that you offer us Jesus Christ to come and to live in our hearts forever. And Lord, as we are um, greeting our special guests here today, we just ask for you to bless our time together and bless um, all that they are going to share with our listeners out there as well. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen. 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 In the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So listeners, you know that typically it's me and Anne coming to you and we're talking about what's going on in the church. And so um, today, just a brief reminder, as I just said, we just celebrated the, the Feast of the Epiphany. And I do have one, usually we try to give you something to do at your house or something kind of cool or different. I did find one thing that was really neat, a tradition in the Catholic Church that I didn't know about that happens during Epiphany. And it's called the blessing of chalk. Have you guys heard about the blessing of no, chalk? No? no. Okay, good. We all get to learn together. <laughs> and hopefully this is real and this is not just something made up on the internet. But um, so traditionally, apparently, chalk has been blessed by Christians on Epiphany to be used as a sacramental. And it's intended to bless your house. So if a priest is not able to visit your house during this season, which hopefully maybe you've gotten a chance to have that happen, you can do a simple blessing. Um, the head of the household can do a simple blessing. And they are to mark um, the the lintel of the main door with the year and the initials of the three magi, so oh. Casper, Melchior, and Balthazar. And so what the what you do is you write on chalk on the lintel of your door twenty, 
and then plus C for Casper, plus M for Melchior, and plus B for Balthazar, and then plus the end of the year, which is 21. And I don't know about you guys, but I think we need all the blessings <laughs> for the year 2021 that we can possibly have. So, That's for sure. Yeah. So if you want to look that up, there's even a prayer for the blessing of your home that you and your family could say. And you are welcome to do that. Um, so as I said, in the spirit of Epiphany, we've got some special things happening. We, if, It's hard to believe, but this is actually our 40th Wednesday in a row that we have come to you with Shelter and Peace. Wow. So we've been airing since April the, the, the 8th, and this is our 40th Wednesday. And as you guys know, biblically, 40 is a very special number. It's usually a number of completion. And I say that not to terrify any listeners out there. We are not completing. Um, but I think in a way, it's kind of like a completion of the season. You know, we chose the name Shelter and Peace because we wanted you to feel a place that you could come and find peace during mm-hmm. this time where we had this global pandemic going on, which nobody knew except God that it was going to continue this long. And so we wanted you to have a place to come and shelter. And we wanted to be a place of encouragement for you and a place where you could grow in your faith. And that's continued to be our goal this whole time is that we would be a place where you could come spend time with us, that you would be encouraged by God's word, that you would be encouraged by the way that God works in each of our lives, and that you would be also encouraged to continue to grow in your own faith um, through the various guests and the various topics that we talked about. And we've done that now um, for all of these many weeks. And so we are going to do something a little different. We are actually going to take about a six-week break, when we and we're going to have a special period of offering for you during that six week, a special gift for you. And then we are going to come back. And God only knows if we were st- still going to be called Shelter and Peace. <laughs> we think we're going to be out of this by then. Um, and we may have a new name. So we would also love, if you've got any ideas for us, you can actually reach out to us at info at the quest. Dot, uh, info at the quest atlanta.com if you have an idea for future topics for shelter and peace future um, programming ideas future guest ideas and if you have got an idea for another name we've got a few names we've been thinking about but um, if you've got an idea for new names we'll be coming back to you um, during Lent. Okay, so now I've got you all wondering what the special surprise is and the gift for you. Um, you know, Jesus got gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I can't promise you gold, frankincense, and myrrh, but mm-hmm. I can promise you something just as beautifully valuable, especially as that gold, um, because what we will have for the next weeks is that we will have a Bible study podcast um, created and produced by Carrie Allen. And um, and and Linda here, our Quest volunteer, um, did a beautiful job working with Carrie to create that. So this, what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be telling you about it so that you can get excited about what's coming up. And as I introduce Carrie, listeners, you may remember her because Carrie was on our show um, in May of this past year, mm-hmm. and she was on our show um, on May 20th, if you want to go, actually, you can go onto online or go onto the, either on the website or on the app, and you can look up um, shows on shows on demand, and you can look up our past shows under Shelter and Peace. And the May 20th episode was an episode entitled Faith Over Fear. <laughs> and Carrie came on and shared with us some beautiful wisdom during that time. And so you heard 
um, when we shared during that, that first of all, Carrie and I have known each other for a long time. Yes, we um, do. We have probably about 30 years or so. That's right. And um, that Carrie is a beautiful woman of wisdom. She's gracious. She's very humble. She's very, very wise. And she's done some amazing things. And in addition to being a, a business owner over the years, she also has been very involved in ministry in Atlanta. She is the founder of Proclaim My Word Ministry. Um, she also did some wonderful things for us here in the Archdiocese of Atlanta, like starting Perpetual Adoration, um, kicking off and creating and kicking off the Eucharistic Congress that has now continued and is a model for other um, folks around the country and around the world. And she's also a gifted Bible scholar and teacher, and she's been teaching the Bible for over 20 years now. And um, so, Carrie, welcome to Shelter and Peace. We're so glad to have Thank you. Thank you, Mari. So, glad to be here. I am so glad you are here. And it's always fun. It's always fun to have somebody um, who I know is oh, such a blessing, has been such a blessing in my life, Thank and you. I know will be a blessing to our listeners. So I wanted to start by thanking you. I want oh. to thank you. You are so welcome. Believe me, it's been my honor. <laughs> yes. So on behalf of hundreds, if not thousands of Bible study participants that you've blessed, we just really appreciate your willingness to use that, the passion and the gifts that you have and the way you've used them to um, draw so many people in a, into a closer relationship with the Lord. And I've talked to a number of people, and I know my own personal experiences, that when you get in the Word, you get closer to God in beautiful ways. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And you've encouraged us to really apply our word, His Word, to our daily lives That's so right. that we can grow in, in wisdom and peace and holiness and all that we're called to. So would you first um, share with our listeners, how did you come to love God's Word and how did that then lead you to writing Bible studies and ultimately to founding your ministry, mm-hmm. Proclaim mm-hmm. Your Word? Well, it actually started uh, several years ago while I was in business. Mm -hmm. I was what you would call a workaholic. Mm. And um, as God would have it, he introduced me to a uh, the wife of a client okay. of ours okay and she invited me to her Bible study. It was a non-denominational Bible study. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, okay, I haven't done this before, so I might as well try it. Yeah. So I went and she took me, um, met me there and um, I was just fell in love with the word. Mm. I was I couldn't get enough. People at work couldn't believe I would take off Wednesday mornings to go to a Bible study. And from there, it just continued to grow. Mm. And I became involved with another non-denominational Bible study and uh, became one of their facilitators. Uh And I saw um, the wonderful community that they had there Mm -hmm. and how much they loved the word. And I thought, why don't we have more of this in our church. Yeah. So I felt drawn to starting to volunteer at the cathedral mm-hmm. uh, to bring scripture study there. Yeah. And from there, I uh, was led to get my master's in pastoral studies. Oh, wow. And after that, I was asked to take a full-time position there. And then I really focused on um, presenting Bible studies. And after I'd run out of material... Because 20 years ago, there wasn't much available. Right. Not like today. There's some wonderful studies out there today. But then there there wasn't. So I felt a call to start writing 
mm. my own, and that's really how it started. That's wonderful. And isn't it amazing? So one of the things I've heard you say over the years, Carrie, is that God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. Absolutely. And absolutely. I feel like that story that, is that, right? Oh, absolutely. I was totally not equipped for <laughs> for this. And um, when we had been, in, I had been invited with a small group of Catholics to join a um, uh, Petrie Presbyterian Church uh-huh. Bible study, and we did. And after we were there for two years, mm-hmm. I felt like the Lord was calling us to take this back to the Catholic Church. Yeah. And I said to God, I said, well, okay, that's fine, but you're saying to do a morning Bible study, and that means um, people who aren't working, maybe mm-hmm. women, maybe moms, mm-hmm. and I don't have really any experience with that because I don't have any children. And um, so I, I can't relate to them, Lord. <laughs> and it was as if he said, oh, <laughs> you want to relate? <laughs> I'll help you. And that's when we were blessed with raising our four grandchildren. So God is just so amazing that way, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So I've never told him I can't relate to something anymore. (laughs) I don't tell him that. He will Uh, sometimes equip you in ways you never imagined, right? That's right. That's right. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. You know, and I can totally relate because I, I went to Curcio when I was 23 fell in love with all things God and with the word, went to the the bookstore immediately after I left my Curcio weekend. I went to the bookstore so I could have my own Bible, bought a Bible, had no idea that there was a difference between a Catholic Bible right, and a right. Protestant Bible, mm-hmm. bought a Protestant Bible, which I still have used all of these years alongside my Catholic. I used both of them at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's been amazing. And the reason I kept on using that one is because I'd used it for so many years before I found out that there was a difference that I had all my notes in it, right? right so I didn't want right. to get rid of those. But it was the same thing. I went to a lot of you know, interdenominational Bible studies and fell in love with, with the Lord, with His Word, with the community. And I'm very much like you, Carrie, is that then the idea of being able to bring this to Catholic communities right, has been such right. a beautiful gift. And and you yeah. see how much it changes people, yeah. the difference it makes in their lives. Exactly. And, um, you know, I've said before that uh, the Bible isn't just for information. Mm-hmm. It isn't just for knowledge. Knowledge is good, but without wisdom, right. it doesn't have the same value. But the knowledge should be lead to transformation, exactly. and that's what um, the the beauty of the Word of God is. It transforms us, and I've seen that happen time and time again in people's lives. It does. It does transform us. And so, listeners, that's one of the reasons that we are so excited to have Carrie with us, because she has offered these Bible studies that she's been creating to hundreds and thousands of, of people in um, in small groups, small groups right, mm-hmm. for many years. But guess what? Here on the radio and through a podcast that she and Linda just created, we have got millions of people, not only in Atlanta, but around the world that we can reach with this. With I this hope so. beautiful transformational power of God's word. And so that is the gift for you. So, so as we um, get into this today, we wanted to hear a little bit more about, you know, Carrie, her background, what drew her to this, but also Linda's experience with mm-hmm. this and their experience of creating a podcast too. So we'll be talking about some of those things. Um, Carrie, one of the things that I know that when I first started in, in Bible study, some of my first Bible studies I did were topical studies. Mm-hmm. You know, they were on mm-hmm. different themes, for example. And and then I started to get a little thirstier for really getting into the word and, mm-hmm. and the chapter. And I know that in many ways your 
Bible studies, um, they cover a specific book. You've chosen to cover a specific book. And you've often said that you choose the next study based on where God leads you or how he speaks to you. And sometimes he does it in kind of unusual ways. Right. would you be able to share um, maybe a couple stories or a story about where the, how that's worked for you? Well, um, yeah, there's one very interesting one, but I'm not, did you want me to tell oh, about this? Oh, you know what? Yeah. You're right. There's a great one. Okay, <laughs> listeners, here's where we're going to tease you again, right? So there's really one funny, funny one. Oh, no, tell the one about the book falling off the shelf. Oh, okay. That one. okay. We'll, we'll tease them about the other one in a second. Well, you've got a great memory. <laughs> I remember a great that one. Memory. Yeah. Uh, well, usually I start out just praying and saying, Lord, you know, Holy Spirit, lead me to whatever book you want me mm. to do next. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was looking at a series of books on my bookshelf and I had been thinking about a particular book, but I wasn't sure. I always, I always want to make sure it's what he wants, not right. what I want. Right. And I'm standing there and then all of a sudden, this book flew off the shelf and I, I picked it up and it was Ephesians. Wow. And that was the book that I was considering, but I wasn't sure. And I said, okay, I picked it up and that's what we did was Ephesians. <laughs> that is great. And actually, I think that was when I first joined your group. That was about uh-huh. six years ago that's when right. you, um, just shortly after you had started Proclaim My Word. That's right. And you brought it further out. Mm-hmm. And that was great. That's awesome. That I was just looking back at some notes Last night, we studied Ephesians together. That was beautiful. Okay, so listeners, real quick, because I added that tease. There was one time where God spoke to Carrie through a bottle of nail polish. Right. Yes. And yes. if you want to hear that story, you have got to listen next week to the very first episode of this, this uh, Bible study series. And you'll hear all about the, the uh, how God yeah. spoke through a bottle of nail polish, which is awesome. It's God awesome does story. have a sense of humor. He does. Mm-hmm. He totally does. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the other things that makes you so unique is, is something we've both alluded to, which is there was not a lot of Bible study in the Catholic Church. Now there is. They're just there in the is. last few years, yes. they've really started to explode. But there's also some some beauty in being a Catholic author of Bible studies, including the fact that we've got some beautiful wisdom literature, for example, like the Book of Wisdom and Sirach that can only be covered in a Catholic Bible study. Can you highlight some of the other things that make your study uniquely Catholic? Yes. Uh, One thing I I try to do is I link the catechism Mm -hmm. to the studies. And I include the um, excerpt from the catechism actually in the workbook. Mm -hmm. So people don't even have to look it up because Mm -hmm. I want them to get into the catechism and I want them to see where we get a lot of our teachings Mm -hmm. from. Mm -hmm. Because uh, next to the Word of God, it's a, uh, you know, a treasure trove of uh, information. And I also try to remind them about the value of the sacraments Mm -hmm. um, throughout the studies. And the other thing I try to use the, uh, my Bible studies for is to clear up misconceptions. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of Catholics don't know how to explain Mm -hmm. to Mm non-Catholics what we believe. Right. Such as about Mary or purgatory or things like Mm -hmm. that. So, and also we have non-Catholics that attend uh, the Bible study as well. Yeah. So, and I think that's part of you know one of my heart just just desires for so many years is that we all will be one. You know that we will all be one, and I think that's Jesus's as well. And and so really helping everybody understand. Um, Absolutely. Right. So that understanding. And I know you've encouraged me to to read um, the catechism more. And what I found, which is so, so beautiful, is that so much of the catechism is scripture. 
Absolutely. It's scripture. I Absolutely. don't know what percentage, but you know, for anybody who is saying maybe, well, I'm not Catholic, so I don't know if I could read the Catholic catechism, open it it's, up. It's scripture. Right. It's God's right. word. It's mm-hmm. nothing to be afraid of. There's nothing mysterious or scary in there. That's it's right. God's word. It's That's God's right. word through with thousands of years of wisdom mm-hmm. um, built into it. It's just, it is really beautiful. And um, so I've been able to work with you for a few years now, mm-hmm. a variety of ways in your mm-hmm. ministry, proclaim my word. Um, I guess about six years I've gotten to work work with you. And I know that um, when I helped, for example, with the commentary of Judith, mm-hmm. um, which is another deuterocanonical book, I was so greatly blessed by what God revealed through the story of Judith and her godly wisdom and her courage. Um, so has there been some response from your Bible study students? And like you say, you have non-Catholics as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to some of the other deuter- deuterocanonical or our, our Protestant brothers and sisters would call them the apocryphal books where mm-hmm, people say, wow, mm-hmm. I didn't even know this book at all. Has there been kind of response to that that's been interesting for you? Yes. And if you have difficulty pronouncing deuterocanonical, you can just say second canon. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> um the, the response has been very positive, um, both with Catholics and non-Catholics who aren't familiar with these books mm-hmm. and to get into them, mm-hmm. they've just been fascinating and, and some of them... Uh, some of the messages are beautiful, like mm-hmm. the prayer in Daniel that's not in uh, non-Catholic Bibles mm-hmm. is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so they, they come to see the richness of the Apocrypha or the Second Canon. Yeah. So it's been very positive. That's beautiful. I remember when you were studying Tobit. Tobit, yes. yes. Wonderful. People were saying, oh my gosh, I had no, no idea. No idea that was there. Yeah. yeah so beautiful. Yeah. And that is another misconception, right? Usually we think, oh, it's just that there are these seven books that are different between the two Bibles. But, or sometimes I remember thinking, oh, the numbering system is just a little bit different. But there are actually some specific things that are in um, the second canon that aren't in um, that's right. the other that's books, right. like, like you said. Like Daniel. And Daniel, mm-hmm. and then Esther, which you guys are going to talk Esther, about, that's which right. is awesome. That's right. Awesome to hear about that as well. So um, many of your, well, many of your Bible study attendees have been women. Um, mm-hmm. I know I've been there all ages. We've got mm-hmm. the mama group. Mm-hmm. They come with their kids and then uh, people of all, all ages and stages. But we also have men. I know right. in my small group before, we've had men in ours as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's really important to you, Carrie. Why is that so important to you? To have... Uh, to have both, to have men as well in the study. Oh, to have men as well in the study. Um, gosh, I think it's... I, I don't know if I can distinguish between the value that men mm-hmm. have over women. Again, it's about transforming mm-hmm. your life and helping people to see that, especially busy people today. Mm-hmm. You do have time yeah. to get into the Word. Right. You do have time. You may not think so, yeah. but um, the busier you are, the more you need to get into the Word. Right. And I think men need that kind of encouragement. Mm-hmm. They need that kind of support from the community. Mm-hmm. And I think they'll just find um, great comfort yeah. by being in His Word. Yeah. So so even though it's the book of Esther, which sounds uh-huh. like it might be for a woman because it's about Esther, it's great there's great wisdom and knowledge in and great characters for men in right. that study as well. Right. Yeah. They're they're really uh 
Esther is the heroine, mm-hmm. but Mordecai, her uncle, mm-hmm. is the hero, is the hero of the story. Yes. He's yes. beautiful. You know, and I realized as we started this, I said, we've got this gift, and it's going to be a Bible study by Carrie Allen. And I didn't say, it's the book of Esther. <laughs> it's the book of Esther that we're going to be studying for the next six weeks. So, right. But we'll explain more about, about that in a second. Okay, but I asked you a question, and that was a little unfair, because you, got, you have sitting right next to you a man who can actually <laughs> answer that. And sitting next to Carrie here in studio with us, we have... Her husband of 48 years. Congratulations, you guys. Thank you. Um, and they were business partners as well as now partners in ministry for many, many years. So, Bob Allen, welcome, Bob. We're so glad you're here with us. Thank you. Thank you. And I know that you also have a passion for God's Word as well. Oh, yeah. Yes. And it's beautiful how you and Carrie have worked together over the years and how God has used each of your talents in somewhat different ways, but also in, in beautiful ways as well. Would you mind telling us about your experiences with studying God's Word, especially in community and and with other men, for example? Well, early on, um, because of the same reason, uh, I was seeking uh, a Bible study Uh and um, ended up being invited to a small group uh, that's in someone's home. Uh, It ends up that I was the only Catholic invited. Uh Uh, There's uh, really only six of us, I guess, alive today out of the group. Wow. But we've been meeting for a good long while. Um, What was so important to me was uh, I found that we were immediately all working on various inner city problems and ministry Mm, related and how that connected with what we were reading in the Word. Wow. And so we worked on... Taking an old prison uh, from the Civil War era and converting it into 68 homes for the working poor. Oh, amazing. Some uh, houses that uh, were part of a habitat relationship, uh, Russian American Christian University in Moscow. Uh, mm. There's just so many things that we could touch from ministry mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that we found that. Although we, we, we used different traditions in terms of our homilies and stuff, but that by their fruits you shall know them, we were always all in line with how Scripture and then the product, the result out in community mm-hmm. was the same. That's great. That's beautiful. And, you know, I think about that. I think about my husband and my husband, the way he expresses his faith is really through action. Exactly what you're talking about. He's always serving in some some way. And so that's so beautiful how you guys married both the study of the word together and then how God led you then to these transformational experiences of going out and being fruitful and serving where he wanted you to serve in community and all over the world. Beautiful, Bob. Thank you. So we just hope, listeners, that's an encouragement of all you men out there, that if you want to see fruits of your labors increase, get in God's word, right? Get in God's word. Amen. (laughs) And Bob has a beautiful voice for radio, don't you think? I think we might have to consider having him on again. So listeners, please stay with us. We will be right back after this station break. The Quest presents Mom Minutes with Cameron Frad from Among the Lilies. 
I think that we are so blessed as Catholics to have Mama Mary, okay? When my kids are little, they call her Mama Ma, and then eventually she becomes Mama Mary. We are so blessed with Blessed Virgin Mary, whatever name you want to call her. Um, she's amazing. She's a mom. She gets it, right? She totally gets it, and she desires us to know and encounter her son. So when you have had a hard day and you felt like you have failed today as a mom, um, ask for her help. When you don't know what to do for your child, I turn to her, and I'm like, okay, Mary, I don't know what my son needs right now, but you do. So you please fill in the gaps, fill in the pieces where, where I'm messing up here and you just be with them. You help him, you help her, encourage them and lead them to your son. Let them know him, love him and serve him. And I think that we get to take advantage of that, which is really cool. Um, I am nowhere near as good of a mom as her, but I try and by her grace, she will teach me how to be a good mom too. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. Catholic Radio is absolutely necessary because the secular press just doesn't get our story. It's not that they're necessarily hostile to it. They aren't even that far along. They don't even understand it. They don't get it. And so it's incumbent upon us in Catholic Radio to do the story better, to get the story straight and get the story out. Catholic Radio is absolutely necessary. The secular press just doesn't get our story. To donate, go to thequestatlanta.com. Hello, I'm Father Augustine Tron, and this is my favorite prayer, the prayer before study or work. Let us pray. Direct, we beseech Thee, O Lord, all our actions by Thy holy inspirations, and carry them on by Thy gracious assistance, that every prayer and work of ours may begin always from Thee, and by Thee be happily ended through Christ our Lord. Amen. Seed of Wisdom, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, listeners, and welcome back to Shelter in Peace. I'm your host, Mari Cleveland, and I have wonderful guests here today in the studio. And if you heard our first half of the show, you know that we have got Linda, Bob, and Carrie here with us, and we are talking about an amazing gift that we have for you coming up over the next six weeks, where you will be treated to a six-week podcast, uh, which is the study of the Book of Esther. As, as I said before, our goal here at The Quest, um, your Atlanta Catholic radio station, and also here at Shelter and Peace, is to continue to provide you with things to feed your soul, to encourage you, to give you hope, to give you um, a way to continue to just grow in your faith. And so this is one of the beautiful ways that we've decided this year to kick off the year to help you grow in your faith is to actually give you a Bible study. Isn't that amazing? So beautiful and so unique. And I think it might be the first time that anybody's offered a podcast and a radio show of a Bible study at the same time. <laughs> Woohoo! Catholics, go us! <laughs> Isn't that exciting? So right before the, the break, Bob was sharing with us, Carrie's husband, Bob, who's also her partner in her ministry, Proclaim My Word. Um, and he was explaining that he's been in Bible study for quite a number of years, and he's worked with a group of men, and it's just been so beautiful how for those men 
um, the time in the word has really mirrored what God then led them to do out in the community as well. Um, so Bob, but inquiring minds want to know, how are you planning to participate in this new Bible study that Carrie's just written and produced for us, um, the book of Esther? Well, um, it's real easy. Uh, I am her number one admirer. Oh. I am so pleased and proud of the way that she has gone about uh, teaching the word uh, that it is, uh, we were in a marketing communication design business for uh-huh. many years. Uh, she has done something that I've never experienced. And that is she speaks and uses a language that is, I call pedestrian mm-hmm. that, um, it makes everything simple. Yep. Um, it is a cultural uh, use of the story of whatever book or mm-hmm. gospel that she's using. And so often what we get is um, people like Carrie, highly educated, mm-hmm. that speak a language that is so unique to a particular denomination. Mm-hmm. Or it's so specific in terms of its vocabulary for uh, advanced studies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't get down to the pedestrian level of how do you put it to use in the community? Yeah. How do you make a difference that it's not just who's going to know the most in a debate? <laughs> about this theory or this ideology or whatever that uh, people resonate mm-hmm. to the way Carrie brings the word in. And I, uh, I'm i just uh, being someone whose business was marketing communication. Um, I'm just humbled by watching her deliver what God brings to her to deliver. That's great. And I do the graphics and background stuff that uh, needs mm-hmm. to be done mm-hmm. for her. To and, make it extra pretty, right? Well, yeah, make it <laughs> make it extra pretty, make it easy to read, mm-hmm. you know, get it so the type is the right size. The formatting and, this, and all. Mm-hmm. The formatting yeah. is such that you don't have to struggle to see. You know? Right, right. But um, that's nothing compared to the gift that she brings to it that brings it alive. And that's I'm, great. So I know that you listen to every one of her commentaries oh, and yes. you, oh, yeah. she's, you're, you're probably her guinea pig too. And she's trying out new material as well. So yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's wonderful. No, it's uh, it's, it's a real blessing. Um, and I love the fact that you use that word pedestrian because, you know, you can think of it as the metaphorical, but I also think about it as, okay, pedestrian to me, that means the man or woman on the street, like the everyday person, right? But I love the additional um, twist you put on that is because the person who's the pedestrian is walking. They're walking this, right? So they're walking out God's word. And that's what Carrie brings it to us is that life application. And how do we walk out God's word, yeah. which is really what he wants us to do with his word, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know, yes. and it has to be digestible. It's, uh, that's, that's what makes it work. And that's when you study the word and then take it out into the community mm-hmm. to clothe, feed, or shelter. You have to understand the need mm-hmm. of the people mm-hmm. that, um, they don't need a dining room set. 
they yeah. need TV trays. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. they don't need a walk-in closet. You know, it. what what they need is something that they need and right. what you need. So this is something very approachable for everybody. It's not too highbrow, too difficult to understand. So whether you've studied the word for many years or whether you're first studying the word for the first time, the way that Carrie presents it makes it so real and yeah. so applicable to your life that you will experience God in amazing new ways and you will you will experience that transformation that we've talked about. Great. So Carrie, as we've said several times now, it's the book of Esther yes. that you're going to be studying. And Bob is your guinea pig. God has actually gotten to hear <laughs> about it all and seen it as well. But um, how did you choose to offer the study of Esther? Because we know that right now, you know, uh, let me back up for a second and just mention, you know, my, I love the book of Esther. I, 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 I do have to admit that my initial um, introduction to it was through Veggie Tales with my kids <laughs> many years ago, but I love the book of Esther and I love the quote from um, Esther 414 when, uh, when her uncle Mordecai, who you said mm-hmm. is the hero of the story says, you know, and who knows whether you have not come to this kingdom or been created or there are different ways you can right, read it right, right or become queen for such a time as this because Esther lived in dangerous and uncertain times and she was given a great responsibility and an opportunity to point people to God and many would say that we today as Catholics especially have that same responsibility and opportunity absolutely yeah I'm not wise enough to know what's going to happen <laughs> and that's why I rely on God to tell me what book to do yeah and um, when I was reflecting and praying about this, it was probably just before the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. And as I read it and started to read it more and we got into the pandemic, the words struck me, um, you were created for such a time as this. Yes. And since then, I've, I've sensed a lot of people in fear and mm-hmm. trying not to give up. But and and wondering, these are confusing times. Mm-hmm. These are challenging times. Esther was living in a very challenging time, very uncertainty going on in her life. And there's a lot of uncertainty going on in our lives mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very exciting time to be alive. Yes, yes. Because we have been chosen to be here right now mm-hmm. for a specific assignment, for a specific purpose. Mm-hmm. And so the title, Be Who God Created, was very intentional Mm -hmm. because I hope people will leave the study or during the study, ask themselves, am I who God created? Mm -hmm. If not, then I need to find out Mm. what he wants me to do. Right. Just like she, she found out she was there for such a time as that to help save the people of Israel. Exactly. And, and God has assignments, as you said, very important assignments for every single one of us. Absolutely. And they're not always huge assignments mm-hmm. like saving Israel. Right. <laughs> and we don't all get to be a queen. And we but... don't all get to be a queen. No, no, no. We won't go to lavish banquets like they had back then. But the assignment can be very small. Mm-hmm. And there's not necessarily just one assignment. Right, right. As Mother Teresa always says, you can do great things with, with love, right? That's right. Small things with small, great love. Small, something like that. Yeah, I always forget that. But I love it. I love the quote. Okay. I just forgot, forgot what it was. So, so before COVID, God already had put this book on your heart. And then I know we got into this and I know um, there have been so many different ways that people have gotten creative um, during this time of COVID to continue right. to serve people, to continue to minister to people. We've had 
we've had parking lot masses. We've had Zoom Bible studies. I know, for example, Carrie, you and I talked about, should we take Esther on to Zoom at right, one point? Right. You and I talked yes, about that did. over the summer. But then God continued to um, share ideas, and there were a lot of different ways that um, that were brought to you on how to potentially deliver this Bible study. And Linda, God was the one who actually um, started talking to you, and he put on put in your mind some wonderful creative ways of what we could potentially do with this beautiful Bible study that that Carrie had created. So can you tell us a bit about that? Absolutely. Yeah. So the podcast concept. So we have all heard about podcasts quite a bit. And we know that statistically, it says that everyone is looking at more podcasts. Uh-huh. And so the idea came and I approached Carrie. I said, what if we did this a little bit differently? If we did not want to just take the Bible study as it existed and mm-hmm. what people know mm-hmm. in a church or just even on a Zoom call and just throw it up on a podcast. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't be beneficial mm-hmm. because podcast listeners, they get to do anything they want at any time. So they're very discerning. And if they don't like it, they'll turn it off. Ah. They can listen anytime, but they can also turn you off at any time. <laughs> and the big challenge that Carrie and I had and that we, I think I convinced her pretty early on, she was game, is I said, if we could recreate that very vital, dynamic, small group discussion, mm-hmm. but how could we do it? Because if you think back into the church, even when you're at, go back in that day, pre-COVID, when you're sitting at a Bible study with your little small group and you're having this great conversation and then the facilitator or someone comes up and wants to listen in, what does everybody do? (laughs) They all get quiet because they're not part of your conversation, right? So what Carrie and I did is we basically came up with a concept for our podcast called Proclaim My Word Unplugged. Mm. And what this is, is like unplugged in music where it's acoustic, Uh you know, not any synthesizers and all of that, just raw, vulnerable. Carrie and I actually had the opportunity to have our small group discussion and we are knowing probably theoretically people are going to be listening in on it, but we didn't really remember that as we did it. Uh And I think it's really created something that I think the listeners are going to be really excited about that we really will. um, And we want to hear the feedback, obviously, from everybody listening if they like it. But we think that it's sort of a little bit more of that real powerful piece that um, is kind of hard to really recreate. Yes, I think that's great. That's so, it's so fun. It's so awesome. I love, love, love that our God is such a creative God and that he lets us participate in that. He lets us participate in his creativity and then the fruitfulness that comes because of that creativity. And Linda, I know you said you're out walking and God just like drops these ideas in your head. That was so <laughs> awesome. Um, and so so I didn't fully introduce Linda. I just said she was a volunteer here at the Quest, but um, she's also, Linda, you're a convert to the Catholic faith and mm-hmm. you love studying scripture. Um, And then the other thing you said about yourself, which I think is awesome, and I think Carrie will attest to as well, is that you love to push people outside their comfort zone. (laughs) That would be true. Um, Oh, she's so good at that. (laughs) Yeah, my my, uh, siblings call me tedious, uh, tenacious, uh, but I always try to do in the spirit of, if you look at people, like we talk about in the podcast as another self, and we look at them like God looks at them. Uh-huh. God sees our gifts. Yep. He sees our creativity, our talents. He sees our charisms. He sees our assignments. Yes. He's excited for us to be ready to jump on. And we all, we often see ourselves as what we can't do. Mm. And we see what the world says is not possible. So 
in the past, I would say to Carrie, Carrie was like, Linda, I think I'm going to get my Bible studies on CD. I'm like, forget about CD. What about live stream? <laughs> you know, I was always like pushing her to the next thing because like Bob said, she has a, a true talent uh-huh. and a gift. And to have that word go out, proclaim my word. Yes. When Jesus says he doesn't say only this much or only to these people. Mm-hmm. We've talked a lot about men, for instance. I think one of the most beautiful things I, vi- I envision with this podcast are going to be families together mm-hmm. listening on said device. The devices that have been in the homes that have brought families apart mm-hmm. will actually be the device that brings the book of Esther, God's word, into the home. And that all of them together will sit and listen. And they will be talking about something. They will actually have a reason to talk around the kitchen table because they'll all have the same common point of discussion, God's word. I mean, that's incredible. I just got goosebumps. That is awesome. Yeah, it is. It's 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 a this podcast technology provides a vehicle because God's always giving us new ways to get mm-hmm. to us. He's mm-hmm. never going to leave us out there dangling. Right. And so I I think it's for sure men. So Bob, I better hear about how your group likes this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, and so to to also just underscore what Linda's saying, you listeners have so many opportunities now to be able to hear this because the podcast is going live on January 11th. Yep. So that is going to be um, Be Who God Created, the mm-hmm. Book of Esther podcast. You can sign up for the podcast in a couple of different ways. You can either go t- to our website or go onto, hopefully you all have by now, because I've been telling you about this for these 40 weeks, um, the Quest Atlanta app on your telephone. And if you go, you'll see a, a place where you can link to register for the podcast, or you can go to Carrie's Ministries website, which is proclaimmyword.org. And you can go to that and you can register. And when you register, and this is why it's so important to register, because when you register, you're going to get a free download of the workbook. And that's the workbook that Bob was describing, these beautiful workbooks that Carrie creates the content and and Bob makes sure that they are um, put in a format that's going to be so effective and valuable for you to be able to use. And you will want to have that workbook with you. It'll tell you a bit of an overview at the beginning of each of the um, six se- sessions, as well as which chapters in the Bible you need to be reading and need to be ready. And it's got um, questions, life application questions for you to ponder, for you to fill out for yourself. And then you can listen and you can listen to the podcast, either like Linda said, on whatever device you use at any time, or you can also listen here on Shelter in Peace starting January 13th. So starting January 13th, you can listen um, here on air to carry um, doing, we're going to be running that podcast. So there are two different ways that you can access the podcast. And um, we are so excited for you to be able to do that. So Linda, one of the things that it was so cute, you're talking about how you've been pushing Carrie. You want to share with us a little bit about your um, experience, your kind of your friendship and this mentorship Mm -hmm. you've had with Carrie? Yes, I've known Carrie 20 years now. And uh, she's she definitely saw in me what I didn't see in myself. I think very early on, I was not Catholic. And I was with some, I think, just some of the people I so admire in their Catholic faith. Uh-huh. And I wasn't yet Catholic, but she just could get me serving and just doing and listening and so much wisdom. And then the funny thing was, is that she would do these Bible studies. But the one that I really wanted to be part of was on Monday mornings. Mm-hmm. And I, I probably wasn't as far along in my faith as Carrie that I would take off like she did a Wednesday morning. <laughs> 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 but I couldn't make that work. 
And so the joke for years, I would say to Carrie is, I one day want to be part of your Bible study. That's my dream. You know that? And I never said it as a prayer to God, Uh but it was like kind of a desire of my heart. And it was not lost on me when we were working on this project that in the midst of it, God answered my prayer. Yes. That I would be able to be one-on-one with Carrie doing this Bible study. And that it would be in a format that there is no excuse now. You you have time to do it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. No excuse. Okay. So now we've come to the crux of this. This podcast was created for Linda. Is that what we're all hearing? (laughs) Yes. Linda's being a little too modest. It was her idea to do the podcast. (laughs) And as Bob has said to me while we were working on this, Linda is really good for you. (laughs) Yes. And Linda's amazing. Um, Her insights she's inspirational she's prayerful she has uh encouraged me in more ways than i can say and uh without her this wouldn't have happened that's beautiful and isn't that how we're all supposed to be for each other in this Mm -hmm. body of christ Mm -hmm. right and Mm -hmm. listeners that's what we hope is happening for you as well we hope that we come to you and that we encourage you and we support you and that at the same time you're going on and passing it on to other people as well So one of the things that I thought was so fascinating was, um, as you said, Linda, during this pandemic, so many more people are listening to podcasts. I know I've got a lot of favorite podcasts I listen to. And I'm also hearing people say, my husband just bought me a microphone or I just bought a microphone. I'm going to start a podcast. Everybody wants to start a podcast, right? So I think our listeners would be fascinated to know a little bit about what was it like to create a podcast? Mm -hmm. So Linda, could you share that? Yeah. So that it's, it's a great thing because I think the example you used, everyone thinks that they can make a podcast. So I was, you know, surfing the internet and looking for just opinions, not just of faith-filled ones, but uh-huh. just any podcast out there uh-huh. to see. And I would listen. I forced myself 45 minutes, 50 minutes an hour to commit to listen just to see what I liked, what I didn't like. But the big thing is, is with anything, but partic- and you know this from Shelter and Peace, always think of your listeners. Mm-hmm. So the listener can be a man, a woman, it can be in the country, it can be out of the country, it can be young, it can be old, it can be new to the Bible, you know, just starting to, you know, just starting or seasoned. And so the thing that you have to do is when Carrie and I prepared, we always kept the listener in mind. Mm -hmm. We always went back and challenged each other. Like, how would that come off to someone from this perspective or that mm-hmm. perspective, because we didn't want anything to land that uh, was not right or not the intention. But at the same time, we also mostly we wanted to provide value because yes. literally the thing that we pictured is they could listen for 10 minutes and then boom, say, nah, I'll get back to this later and not get back to it. So we really just challenged ourselves to make sure that we brought all the content we could in a way that continually brought value. And we always checked ourselves, would this transform the lives of people. And I can tell you personally, just my opinion of having gone through this, we would prepare and prepare and prepare and research and do those things. But even in the moment, there were times where the Lord acted on the word. Mm. Carrie and I both saw that. And that goes back to the transformational aspect of being in God's word. It never comes back void. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So listeners, I think one of the things I just learned as Linda shared this was, you know what? If it's God putting this on your heart, he's going to support it and he's going to encourage it and he's going to make it happen. Mm -hmm. Um, So it can't be about you. Exactly. Right. It it has to be about his will and what Mm -hmm. he wants to do through you. We are, we've said this over and over, we are called to be co-laborers in this vineyard of his. And we have the blessing to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. So that's great. And I did get a chance last night to hear um, the first two podcasts. They were beautifully done. You guys haven't haven't even heard them yet, have you? Nope. 
Ah, we have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I got to hear them, and they're they're beautiful. And one of the things I would really say is that you did a beautiful job of making sure there was wisdom. Carrie, you mentioned how wisdom is transformational. And Linda, you mm-hmm. drew out Carrie's years of wisdom of really soaking in the word and living God's word. And I think that's the beautiful um, gift that our that our listeners and, and your listeners are going to experience from this is that there is a lot of wisdom in there. It's not just the knowledge of the word, but it's the wisdom that God wants us to have. Because what is wisdom? Wisdom is being able to walk in God's will mm-hmm. through the truth that he gives us. It's walking God's truth out. That's mm-hmm. what wisdom is. And so mm-hmm. I think you guys did a beautiful job of making that happen. So those of you who have been carry, um, carry people, um, Carrie, uh, students for many, many years, you're used to, we go and Carrie gives us a, um, a commentary. Usually, you know, you've, you've read the, read this chapters in the Bible, you've done your questions, then Carrie does a commentary. Um, or sometimes she lets me do a commentary when I'm very lucky. Um, and then you go into your small groups. And so the way that this is a bit different is that think about the commentary time as instead of just listening to Carrie during the commentary, Linda got to be one of us talking to Carrie through the commentary. So it's not just a commentary, it's an interactive commentary is what you hear in this podcast. And then there's the additional piece that Linda added, which was instead of the small group, we then have um, Proclaim My Word Unplugged, which is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so so look for that, it's going to be so exciting. Mark, so, can I say yeah, one, please. one thing? So I would just say for everyone who's listening, if this has any type of, of um, thought in your mind, like, hey, maybe I should do this with the beginning of the year, the things that you want to do right now, just like Mari said, you want to go to proclaimmyword.org, register, you want to download that. It's 32-page mm-hmm. free study guide, study workbook on Be, Hi- Be Who God Created. And then also, like Mari said, go to the um, contact us at the Quest Atlanta to sign up so you can know when the podcasts are happening. But the other thing is pray about the communities that you interact with, mm-hmm. the family members, the friends, you know, the the girlfriends, the guy friends, the people you haven't been able to hang out with because of what's going on and pray about who you can share this with. Mm-hmm. Go out on social media, uh, the hashtag be who God created, you know, let us know what you're, you know, you believe be, be who God created means for you or what assignment that the Lord's put on your heart. Do that now because that's the way that you can actively participate in proclaiming God's word. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, thank you guys. I'm so excited about this. And listeners, I know you are go- you are going to be so excited as well. And like Linda just shared, those are all the things you can do to make sure that you can be part of this amazing new journey that we've got for you available for the next six weeks or so. And um, when you do register, and especially when you register through um, thequestatlanta.com, we're also going to send you email updates. Is that right? Right. So there'll also be some interactive things that are going to be happening for you as well. Just like Linda said, go to the hashtag be who God created to share your thoughts on who God created you to be or any special assignments. We would also really once again encourage you to go to info at thequestatlanta.com and give us ideas for shelter and peace because during the six weeks of hiatus, 
I'm not just going to be sitting here around eating bonbons. <laughs> I'm going to be working with a lot of talented people to, to figure out when we come back, what is that going to look like? So we would love your ideas on how that's going to happen as well. I would love to just close together in prayer. Um, it's been a beautiful time together. So Linda and Bob and Carrie, thank you so much for blessing our Shelter and Peace listeners. And thank, we you, thank, you for, yeah, thank you, Lori. We thank you for all the ways that you are using the, God, the gifts that God has given us. So in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, we praise you. We praise you and we thank you for the gifts the gift of your word, this love letter you have given each and every one of us. We thank you for the gift of your wisdom. You tell us anything that we need from you just to ask. And so, we, Lord, we ask for your wisdom and we ask for just the the tenacity and the um, the courage to jump into your word and allow it to transform our lives. In the name of your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Dear listeners, we love you. We look forward to seeing you in about six weeks. Enjoy Carrie and Linda.